Hello and welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Andy. And I'm Callum. And we're all about Rugby League. The M62 and beyond. Good evening. Good evening. I must say, your mullet is looking um, progressively more impressive as the weeks go on. I love it. Can't get enough of it. What did you just say to me before we came on air? My mullet's getting in the way. <laughs> <laughs> on my ear, on my earphones. Mm. I, I do like it. Thanks. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, it's like a, a, a Ryan Pappenhausen mullet, isn't it? No, it's a bit better than that. Do you think? Yeah, his is too much. You're not going for the full multi? No, not like... The full in a, multi? Yeah. No, I'm not having it swept up and all that, nah. Okay, fair enough. Um, we are now on, I think, I think I'm right in saying, episode 23. Uh, right? 20, I think. 23 or 24. Oh, whichever. Could we'll be 24, it. you know. Is it? I need to check on that. That's pretty good, though. Seems like one long episode of you, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's your favourite time of the week. <laughs> Is it? Definitely. I'm hurt now. <laughs> what have we got on tonight, then? Uh, we have a red corner. Yes. Back-to-back weeks. We're going to start with the red card in a, few, in a couple of minutes. Yes. I like it, because I like the way it gets you pumped up. So Yeah, um, so we've got a red corner. And we're changing things about a bit as well, we? Have. we? The NRL has been bumped to the back end of the programme because we fell out with them. Yeah. Um, and we did think that as time goes on, sometimes we spend a little bit too much long on the, you know, too long on the NRL, and then we sort of squeeze our, our league into it, which is a little bit NRL-like, really. Yeah. Yeah, so so it's been bumped because Sodom. We fell out with them. Yeah, we fell out with the NRL. We fell out with the Kangaroos. We fell out with Gus Gould, <laughs> haven't we? The list is growing. <laughs> so tonight we've got the red corner. Uh, we've got a uh, a Super League review. We've got some uh, uh, news and features, which is probably going to be round about the World Cup. Um, Bearing in mind that we are now recording at what six pm on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and we've had some sort of unconfirmed reports about the Rugby League World Cup being cancelled, well postponed, yeah, to this afternoon. Um, well, not to this afternoon, from this afternoon. Yeah. Then we've got. Then we have got the NRL. Uh, then we've got Super League fixtures. I thought I wrote Jim will fix it down there, but it's not. It's SL fix it. It's a Super League fixtures, and. <laughs> Uh, a couple of shout outs and away we go. Ralph will fix it. Ralph will fix it. <laughs> he disappeared. Nobody seen him since that interview happened. He's done a runner with his quarter of a million pound a year. He's like Osama bin Laden, isn't he? He's like he's sort of like gone living in a cave underground. He's gone somewhere. In, hasn't he? he's somewhere. <laughs> Uh, Imagine bunches of rugby league fans, sort of like vigilante gangs. I found him. <laughs> I know if he will be head on in that part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ah, uh. me. So, I, I, I'm fear that you're getting a little bit too jolly, and I think you need to get you a little bit more pumped up for this. So, you're gonna bring me crashing down. I'm gonna. Well, I want you to bring the whole thing crashing down with with a with a red corner. Okay, it's time for this.
Yeah, the red corner, back-to-back weeks. It's good to be back. Good to be angry. Yeah. Um, anyway, the target for this week's red corner is Sky Sports Instagram account. And it was something that was brought to my attention that I saw on Twitter by a guy called uh, Sean Bolton, who is um, like the founder of uh, Grassroots Media. So basically they just do like, well, not just do, but they film all like the Academy Games and, okay. um, you know, National Conference and all underage. Basically anything that's grassroots, it's really good. There's some really good, you know, YouTube videos and highlights and stuff. And, so I've just, you know, recently they've done a video of like... Um, some of the games that they, they were filming at um, had uh, it was a, I'm not sure on the age group, but um, they had like bonus points for two points for a try um, if they could uh, finish like Tommy Makinson. Okay, so it was, it was quite it's quite funny to watch. Um, but they do you know they do things like that. Um, but anyway, it's brought to my attention um, that the the Sky Sports Instagram account. <laughs> Um, over the weekend had posted um, a video of um, the fight between Wigan and Lee. Was it Jack Ashworth and uh, Brad Singleton? Um, and... Sorry, yeah. Um, so... And that was the, the only post that they put, uh, you know, of the, of the game and well, any rugby league, any Super League game of this weekend. Um, and currently it's had 1.1 million views of it. And basically the point of the, 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 the thing was, that, you know, Sky the Sky Instagram account has, I think, 7.6 million followers. And he said it's the first time he's really seen anything Super League related on the, the, the main Instagram feed. Anyway, so I did it... it it made me a bit interested, so I did a bit of digging. And do you know when the last post, previous, well, the previous post to that about rugby league was? No, it was the twenty ninth of June. Okay, so that's about a month ago. Yeah, and do you know what it was of? No, um, it was of when Lee Mossert punched Comrade Hurrell and knocked him down. So there's been nothing about any spectacular tries. No, nothing in between nothing. them posts. Okay. And do you know what the one before that was? No. Uh, it was the 11th of June. And do you know what that was about? I'm guessing it's going to be a fight. It was a fight, and it was a fight between Hull FC and Castleford. So there's been no action? No, nothing in between them again. And do you know what the previous post before that was? Go on. The 25th of March to say that Super League season was starting again. At least that's not a fight. No. <laughs> Only in no games, that's why. No. So we've had four posts in what four, f- six months? Yeah, and one was about saying season start again, and the other three were about fights. Yeah, so nothing about spectacular tries, dramatic finishes, anything. You know, they they could have had. We'll touch on it later, but they could have had. You know, George Williams's drop goal. Yeah, first contribute, first real contribution for for Warrington. Yeah, that seals them a win and get away at Leeds. Yeah, nothing. But these are our main broadcasters. Yeah, that's shocking, really, isn't it? It's just not enough, is it? One... Not, not only is it not enough, it's not relevant to the to the game. No, it's no, it's not. You're right. 
And now they want to have their hand in all this restructure nonsense. Which we're going to come on to as part of the feature in a bit, aren't we? So, but the RFL need to pull the finger out, don't they, and tell them what they need. You know, if you're going to be broadcasting this, we expect this. And we touched on all of that during our specials with Grey. Hmm. And nothing's changed. It's the other way around. Yeah. It's gotten worse. Yeah. Um, but that's it's a brief one, granted, but I just thought it was um, important to bring to interview. Let's see when the next one is. Mm. Yeah, it, it's unless you. It's one of those things that, isn't it? Unless you look into it, you don't really. It, it passes you by, doesn't it? Yeah, it's not in your consciousness, is it? That that's happened. No, not at all. Or not or not happened, shall we say? You yeah, know? and when you go through the feed and stuff, I mean, it's all football. There's a few. Cricket, the the hundred seems to be the new thing, doesn't it? All I hear about is the hundred. Yeah, um, and Harry Kane not turning up to training. Yeah, but it's all football, bits of cricket, bits of boxing, one or two F one posts. British Lions. Mm, even they're whinging about that at the minute, aren't they? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> it took you before we get on Super League review, and you think rugby leagues, you, we, you know, we, we're negative, or we're not. Well, we try not to be. But rugby league fans in general are negative about the game. It took them 64 minutes to play a half last week. Not that I watched it. I wouldn't have that longer time. I wouldn't have the four minutes. But the 64 minutes because of the stoppages. What sort of mm. game's that? Oh, and there was no tries in that either. No. <laughs> Run with the ball. Yeah. Stop kicking it. <laughs> okay, Super League review, yeah? Yeah. There's been... There was, a, I mean, there was a few postponements as we highlighted last week, but there's been a few games that have uh, gone ahead. Um, I think we've got eight games in total, which started off last Wednesday uh, with um, a local derby, and it was Warrington twenty-one, Wigan eight. Yeah, Wigan um, actually got off to a decent start, didn't they? Marshall went in in the uh, the corner. It was nice, you know, quick hands and. Um, I can't remember if we said it on on the pod last week or or whether we were just talking in general. We, we were sort of saying that they don't really do that enough. We said it on the pod last week because when they do it along, when they pass along the line really quickly, and then it goes out to Bibby or to Marshall, they look really dangerous. Yeah, and they, they, you know, more often than not, they get a try out of it. So it's, it, I think if you're a Wigan fan, it's probably frustrating. It's, well, why don't we do that? I don't know the stats. And, it, and it's, it really is just a gut feeling, but they seem to score more of their tries out wide than other teams. Yeah. And I, I haven't got the stats on that, but, you know, if you're having a bet on t- uh, first try score in a game, I always think that, like, Bibby's a decent bet for it. Yeah. Well, well you know, when they've got wingers like Marshall and Bibby, mm. Gildart in the centres, there's a lot of speed there. They, like we said last week, they just don't they just do not do it often enough. No, no, they don't. Um... I thought Daryl Clark looked quite good as well for Warrington. You know, oh, he made some great breaks through the middle. Made a nice break early on that set up the Austin try where he just managed to roll over, didn't he? But yeah, he he looks to be getting back to a little bit of form as well. Austin, 
Yeah, I've thought that. That's like you know, there's you know, there's a couple of games here in the uh, involving Warrington, and I thought he, he looked quite good in, yeah. in both of them. The the big talking point in this game because the game was relatively close. I think it was twelve eight or something like fourteen eight, something like that in the second half, and we had an incident with the Jake Mamo try, didn't we? He went the length of the field, yeah, um, and picked the ball up, but at the same time, um, kicked Liam Marshall in the head. Mm. Um, albeit accidentally, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Picked the ball up, and uh, which caused him, which caused Marshall to let go of the ball. Yeah, and and was just sort of he didn't get up, did he? he no, stayed and, down, and and Adrian Lamb was absolutely fuming. Yeah, I mean, he also said he thought they were the best team for all of the game. I, so. I, I don't agree with that. No, <laughs> but but if. That try would have gone to the screen rather than just be given a try. I don't think it would have been given, do you? Because the the kick in the head f- made him, made Marshall lose the ball, from which then Mamo picked it up and ran. Yeah, I, I think they probably would have found a way of disallowing it they pro- Wigan probably would have got a penalty from it albeit accidental like we say from, yeah. I think it was Charnley wasn't it and then it came to Mamo um, so I think it, it, they probably would have done that and worth noting I think at this point this was last Wednesday so we're, we're, we're almost a full week behind on that but really signified the start of a number of controversial decisions both from the referee and the video referee in this week yeah, yeah, again involving Warrington, um, but the you know in terms of the the kick to the head that that try really did kill the game off. Yeah, that sealed it for Warrington. Really, I, I want to bring something up with you. Something I, I put on our Twitter last week because I ended up listening to the game on on the radio, um, and uh, John Wilkin was one of the the co commentators on the radio. Mm. And um, the Simbinnings at the end with Mamo, where he got he was holding down, wasn't he? And then yeah. just just kept holding down. And there was a little scuffle, wasn't there? I think yeah. was it Partington that went yeah, it was off Partington. As well? Yeah, <clears throat> but Wilkin was saying that's typical of Mamo. He's not good enough, not good enough for Warrington, and wouldn't get into any top six side in the league. Well, I disagree because Warrington are. A- Top six side, aren't they? We got and quite a few comments on on our Twitter through through that. Yeah, but just your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, it completely disagree. I think he's a quality player, and I think he would walk into any top six side in Super League. I think he's a class act, and he can play numerous positions. But wherever he wherever he he plays, he he, he definitely gives hundred percent, doesn't he? And um, usually has a good game. And I think he come over as a fullback, didn't he? Um, He's played wing and, and centre at Warrington. Uh, but I just like him. I think he's a, a class act. And, you know, he's a bit of a character as well, which is nice. You know, it's different to see. He's quite enjoyable. I think he's a <clears throat> partial to the old brain fart, isn't he? Yeah. Like, you know, a little bit like that one. And I think I don't think... Um, His after-match interviews are good as well. Yeah, always entertaining. And I just like him, you know, he's... It's it's nice to see that rather than just the, the usual typical boring answers. Well, I think if you look at the top, if you look at the top six, and you and you look at 
Um, and you look at Catalan, Saints, Warrington, Wigan, um, Hull, Leeds, and you said, right, okay, Mamo's available. Would any, would the fans of the, any of those other five clubs, would they complain that they were signing Jake Mamo? And are Warrington fans sorry to see him go? I would be. I would be, and if, you know, if I was a fan of any of the other five uh, clubs, I, I'd, I'd be happy that we signed him. I do think he is a class act. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there'd be a minority um, of people who, who just find something to whinge about everything, don't they? Yeah. Um, no, I, no, you're right. But I think I, 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 I do genuinely think he would slot into any side in Super League. I think Cass have got a good. Good player, and whether Definitely. or not he's a replacement for Matautia, um, possibly with him having re-signed Evolds, yeah, then he could play centre, Cunny or then on I think, the wing. Yeah, and I think if that's the case, then I don't think I'd be too disappointed if it was a a Castleford fan. No, definitely, I think they've got a great black, uh, great buy and a great player. Mm. Okay. Um, Hull twelve, Leeds twenty two. Good win for Leeds, I think this. Very good win for Leeds, who are finding some real form, really. Played a lot of big teams and come away, you know, uh, with two points more often than not. Um, uh, you know, they've got the, pretty much a full-strength squad back now, haven't they? Yeah. Bar one or two, I think. So, What impressed me in this game was how good Leeds were defensively, particularly in, in their own in their own 20. Yeah, because um, Hull put some pressure on them. Yeah, they did, um, and Leeds really stood up to it to only concede twelve. Yeah, and I thought they did a really, really good job of containing Hull. Yeah, you like say especially Hull with all these big Tongans and Samoans that they have, Satai, Sao, Mao, you know, people like that. Yeah, um, Satai is huge, isn't he? Yeah, good player, and absolutely massive, isn't he? Yeah, um, but I tell you who impresses me every time I watch him, uh, Brad Dwyer. I think he's excellent. Yeah. Real spark from dummy half. Much better coming on off the bench Yeah, than, than starting games. Probably. But that's, but that's no, I don't, I don't think that's any detriment to him. I just think no. that's... That's where he That's has the most there for. Because if you go back years, he, he wouldn't be a hooker years ago. No, he'd, he'd be a he'd, six or something. Yeah, exactly. So in a mo- in the modern game as a nine, yeah, then his place probably isn't starting. No. He's probably place he's coming off the bench where he can attack this space around the rook with tiring defences after, after 20 minutes or so. Yeah, and not only that, I think he keeps his own players' um energy up because he'll be screaming at them to get up and play the ball and keep their play the ball speed and go with him uh, yeah and, and and be there so I and think I, and he was the same at Warrington when he was there I was surprised that Warrington let him go because if you think about that now and they would have had Clark with Dwyer coming on although you could argue then that his game time may be more limited because Clark is an 80 minute player yeah yeah, yeah and, and that's probably why he's Ended up going to to Leeds in the end, but mm. I, I do like him. I think he is a good player. Who would the hook have been when he first went? Would it have been Parcel? Uh, it could well have been, yeah. 
Yeah, so yeah, just as, as an interchange now, then, then he's you know then yeah I, I agree because they got Cruz Leeming didn't they? Yeah, now he's got the nine jersey. Yeah, um, well, he was a different type of player than than Clark, obviously. Yeah, I think he's he's had spells in the arse, hasn't he, this year? And, yeah, um, has, has looked pretty good to be honest. Yeah, but that was a, a good win, and uh, we've said it before. I think Leeds are looking. I'd be quite excited if it was if it was a Leeds fan about what what's to come. Yeah, definitely. Um, whether or not they'll they'll get in the the playoffs this year, whether there'll be any playoffs this year, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, you know, I'd be quite quite excited. Um, Catalan forty, Wakefield twenty. This was quite close up to. Um, Probably well after half time anyway, mm. and then um, Catalan just run uh, a little bit, a little bit riot with this one, didn't they? Still only lost one game in the whole season. Yeah, which is amazing. They had what they had thirteen on the bounce now, something like for that. Warring- uh, for Catalan, I think. Yeah, do you know who the only team wants to beat them? Warrington. It was Warrington? Yeah. Um, but and again, it's the same thing, I've, and I mentioned him a couple of weeks ago. I think. The energy that that Cassiano brings, mm. punching holes in defences, I think really good attitude, and you know Tomkins is playing as well as he ever has. Sam Tomkins is playing as well as he ever has in his whole career. Yeah, definitely. And, and Maloney is just involved in everything. In he, this was a bit of a weird game for me though because I thought that all the tries were the same. Yeah, just crash. Tries crash yeah. ball tries, but I think, I think they can play. I think they can play a much different way. As oh well. yeah, definitely. I'm not saying that. I just meant this game in particular. Yeah, you know, for Fita got two for Wakefield. Didn't he? both of them were crash. Cassiano got one. That was a crash ball. Gil Dudson got one. That was a crash <clears> ball. The last try was pretty good. I know the game was over, but the the Yaha try. Uh, I think Davies picked it up on the right hand side, skipped all the way across to the left hand side, put a little grubber through and. And uh, Yaha, you know, picked it up. But it was just a weird one, really. Mm. I just thought all the tries were the same. And not really seen one like that for a long time. No, no, I know what you mean. But again, we keep saying it, looking the real deal. Yeah, absolutely. And at the minute, the way it stands at the minute, looking as though potentially like the one game from Old Trafford, if you like, that sort of... Yeah, absolutely, yeah. That sort of um, where they've they've got to. Definitely. I think I'd, I'd be surprised if they weren't there come mm. the end of the season, the way yeah. they've been playing. They don't seem to be slowing down at all. No. No, which is always a bit of a worry, in it? They always say, oh, you know, you have a loss before that. Yeah. It's out of the way then. And... Yeah. That's right. Um, we're, back, we're back to Wigan, if we're going in, in order. Mm-hmm. Um, Wigan 50, Lee 6. Yeah, Wigan... Really not been very good of the the last seven weeks or so. They, they lost five in a row. Um, had a couple of close games against Huddersfield, who again haven't been great. Lost again to Warrington, and then all of a sudden put fifty past Lee and looked better. But can you can you say that because they played Lee? If that makes sense. No, I think you probably can because I just think Lee. Had, Terrible, great fight. Yeah, another yeah. Proper fight. 
proper fight, punches and everything. The Instagram fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, it's annoyed you that on it now. Yeah. But, yeah. but you don't you don't often see punches thrown. No, um, and you know, I don't want to sound like I'm contradicting myself by having a pop at the fight or whatever. It wasn't the fight itself. It was the fact that it's the only thing that's been shown. Yeah. But you're right, it was a proper punch up and... For me, they they got reds, but for me, I, I like the old school rule of just like it's a one on one fight. Just have ten minutes in the bin. And instead of that, there's multiple game bans now. And for, now they've for got players I think involved. Two, two and three games. Yeah, they each. have Partington got two. He got, I think, got two. Some for running in, didn't he? And yeah, he got two. Ashworth, I think, got two. And yeah. Singleton, he's got three. I think. Three. He? Yeah. Maybe that's on previous record or something. I don't Possibly. Know. Yeah. But and I, you know, like I say, for me, that's just ten minutes. Forget about it. That's just the old school though in it and it's not like that anymore but I, I do feel sad that uh we are losing Jackson Hastings from Super League. I'm because gutted about that. Every every week when you watch him he he does some and he did the same at Salford. Yeah. And he does something out of the ordinary every week and and, and Wigan have asked I have asked a lot of him. He's played full back, he's mm. played nine, he's played seven He's played, every, you know, he's, he's played pretty much everywhere, I think, and always gives hundred percent, and and always finds, like you say, a bit of magic. I, I and I sort of get that because he can he can play different things, but you wouldn't be asking Jonathan Thurston to play fullback to fill in, and would that, you? No, I was, you know, or, or play him at. You know, listen, JT, we're struggling a bit. Will you play at nine this week? Yeah, you, it just wouldn't happen, would it? And because on his day, he's the best seven in the league for me. So play him there. Well, that's it, in it, and the, I think maybe because he's going, that's why. And the the thing, the more game time we can give Harry Smith at seven, the better that's going to be for him. Maybe, maybe. Um, with but you've a coach there who was a scrum half, mm. so you'd think he would know the importance of having the the best scrum half that they've got in that position. Yeah, I, I agree. I think a, a lot of it might come down to the Harry Smith thing about giving him game time, as much game time as they can at seven and having him, you know, helping him in other positions. But for me, if I'm a coach, I want to win the league and I want to lift the trophy come the end of the season. So I want to have him at seven. Well, if you compare that across across town to St. Helens, Jack Wellsby um, has played, he looks like he's going to take the full-back shirt for next year, mm-hmm. um, which I think Christian Wolfe has already said, hasn't he? That he's yeah, he's come right. out and said that, yeah. But but he's hardly played there this year. No. He's played in a variety of positions, which I'm sure that, that, that Harry Harry Smith could. Well, I'm sure that he could play seven and Jackson Hastings could play six. Yeah. And Lulawai could go in at nine. Yeah. If Hastings has been playing. But, you know, Lulawai's not going to play full-back, is he, I don't think. No. But then you've got... Um, Hanley, who's been playing on the wing, who is a fullback. So, but they've had Bibby and um, Marshall playing as well. Yeah. So I don't know. This the the team selection seems weird to me from the outside. I mean, I'm I suppose I'm just purely looking at this from a Jackson Hastings point of view and saying he's the best number seven in in the league. I think so. He's the he's the best scrum half in the competition. So why? Why are you playing him at one and nine? No, I'm with you. I'm with you. And I think, you know, if he had stayed and signed another, say he was doing next year as well, would they be doing that? Probably not. Because but, then then you run the risk of losing him then, don't you? Yeah. But then for me, 
if I'm Adrian Lamb, I want to win Super League. Yeah. And I want him at seven because I want my team based around him. Yeah, I suppose the the only way you could look at it was is that if they had a playoff game or a final or something tomorrow, then I'm sure he'd be in at seven and not not for that. I suppose it depends. Yeah, what injuries they've got, but yeah, but um, yeah, but I, he, he's just been so good, and he still is, still is so. Yeah, good. Yeah, and I suppose you know we we saying oh you can only say they put fifty past Lee because it's Lee, but they also had like John Bateman back as well. And, 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 you know, a couple of other names, didn't they? Yeah, because um, his form's not been spectacular this year since he's come not back. Not since he's come back, no, but we'll see. Uh, but a special mention as well for that game, Sam Halsall got his first Wigan try. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so, well done to uh, Sam. Yeah, and we, we highlighted him when he got one on... Uh, uh, when he chose to play after his he, uh, death of his father, didn't we? Yeah, when that's he was right. At, yeah. uh, Newcastle. So yeah, so well done, Sam. Yeah. yeah. Um, Leeds twenty six, Warrington twenty seven. Oh, we're back to the refereeing debate here, game aren't we? A controversy. There's only one place to start with that. The Charnley try. Yeah, where Brad Dwyer failed to hold him up. <laughs> I honestly have. No idea how they give that. So he, he's, it highlights, and I've said it tons of times before to you. I don't have said it on here. It highlights to me this bigger problem of sending a try up as try or no try. Mm-hmm. If you're a referee and you have to send a try upstairs for the video ref to make a decision on, because that's what's happening. Yeah, he's not saying, yeah, I agree with you, really, or. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you've got it right. He doesn't know. No. That's why he sent it up, because he doesn't know. Right? So if he sent it up, the video ref alone is making that decision. So, and I've said it, the, the, the system is absolutely flawed, isn't it, in that, in that sense? Yeah. Yeah. Why can't we follow the rugby union example of, is there any reason why I can't give this try? Or, from a referee's point of view, on an honesty point of view with the fans, I can't see the ball go down at that point. He's turned his back on me. Can you check? Yeah. I agree. I think it's it's one of them, in it, that that's, goes into uh, the, the con section for this try-no-try. Try. Yeah. Um, although... Sky Sports Rugby League put it on their Twitter. It was like, was this a try or no try? And um, I did like Chris McQueen's reply. You know, the Huddersfield yeah, player, yeah, Chris yeah. McQueen. He put, according to Google, there's currently 7,874,965,825 people on earth right now. <laughs> and 7,874,965,824 people would watch this and see it's not a try. <laughs> I like that. Um, but they didn't put it on their Instagram. No. Okay, just, you know. No. But again, another moment, another point, and I was talking about the Williams drop goal and think, you know, just an example at the top of my head, but that's another one. It's like, is this just, it engages people. Of course it does. And you've got that, that with, with, the, with the video ref, using the video ref and using the technology, it's, it's quite simple in a way isn't it it's that 
if you've got something in touch, if you've got a foot in touch, mm-hmm. you can see it straight. It's either in touch or he's not. Yeah. It's straight down the line. Yeah. Has he got the ball down? Well, you can have a look and you can have a few look. And we look too many times mm-hmm. in this country anyway. Mm-hmm. We try and find angles that don't exist. Yeah. Um, same with obstruction. Has anybody obstructed? Some of, you the, see, but the obstruction we, rule. Yeah, but we complicate. Anyway. Well, that's a different argument. But we com. We well, that doesn't help the video ref. No, we complicate things though. Yeah, we complicate things needlessly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I did like um, Harry Newman's try. It was because it's the first time I've, I've seen him since he's come back for his injury. I'm not sure if he played the week before whether this was his actual return game. But it was good to see him. You know, get over the line and get a try. Um, after that horrific leg break that he suffered, so. yeah, I'm um, playing really well. Yeah, it was it was it was nice to see. Um, again, I wrote down Dwyer exciting. He just excites me when he comes on, mm-hmm. right? Live wire, um, and I just thought it was a really good game. It was really back and forth and, and really close. And that's the positive side of rugby league this week. Yeah, it's exciting. It's a great finish. There's one point in it. And then there's the You've whole got, story of Williams' exactly, first say. contribution and, and, and sealing it for them. Somebody coming back, as a, if you like, as a marquee player. Yeah. Um, coming back to a different club from the NRL. Last minute, drop goal. Boom, doesn't get any better for him than that, does it? Not so. That, and that should be the story. Yeah. yeah. That should be the story. Absolutely. Instead, it's a fight that happened that wasn't even on a televised game. Yeah. So, and a decision that's that's nonsense. Yep, yep. Because how much have you read this week about the about um, George Williams and, and a drop goal? None. No. No. If I because I, I if I hadn't have watched the game live, if I hadn't have watched the game live, I wouldn't have seen a single thing about it. Yeah, exactly. No, that's right. Um, a couple more games to to finish off. Um, from uh, all from Monday, yeah. Um, Castleford sixteen, Huddersfield thirty four. Uh, interesting for the fact for me that Huddersfield won that with ten homegrown players starting. I wrote that down. Did you? I wrote. I did write that down. I think yeah. Huddersfield made a bit of a point of of saying that, didn't they? Which is great, you know. Which which is a great thing for the academy argument, yeah, that sort of thing, yeah. Um, but great. I just think for great people love. Homegrown players, don't they? Absolutely, especially in this country. And also, I have awarded... Did you see the tries for this game? Um, very brief, that is because it was on last night and they don't put... Another thing that annoys me, they don't put the replay, the, the highlights on until like Tuesday late afternoon and I've been working. It's been hard for me to watch these ones. But... I've got a point on that as well. But okay. um uh, congratulations to Castleford because you have won the wet paper towel defence of the week award. Because <laughs> some one? of the tries, just some, no, oh, just, just general, a, just general, right? Just general wet paper towel defence. Fair enough. And they've, they've definitely. I know these other teams let more in, mm. but just the, the manner in which they were conceded. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Wet paper towel. Um, my argument with this, you know, when you if you click on YouTube or something to look at the results, yeah, and you look at the highlights, which we do for some of these games to because the only to place to on. find them, no commentary. Well, there's no commentary 
no, you think they would put radio commentary on or, 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 or just have the club's own match yeah. day, like the Castleford guy? Yeah. Get was it Mick Morgan? Yeah. It? Yeah. Just get him on. Just get him on doing them all. Yeah. But you'd think there'd be some. I, I noticed that and I really noticed that um, this week because I sort of went through a different route for some of the games and I watched the Super League show. Um, because I wanted to, I was sick of watching like three minute videos, and I wanted some like extended highlights. Yeah, which again is another thing that we touched on with Gray about what time it's on and when it's shown. Well, well I saw an advert for it for next week. It was on at Tuesday morning at half past twelve or something. Yeah, quarter past twelve. Yeah. I think it's on this morning, Wednesday morning or last night. Last yeah. night was it? Last night. Well, after midnight. Right. Either way, I haven't had time to watch it. No, but. I was I, I watched it and it was you know there was the first three games that we went through and I was watching it with the commentary I thought oh this is different and then I watched some NRL ones I thought yeah. oh right like they always have it anyway yeah 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 and then I watched these ones because they were the last ones to go up yeah. and I thought well this is crap yeah and and I thought that and I thought oh come on just put some commentary on because mm-hmm. unless you know every player in Super League yeah or you've got players that you haven't um, perhaps they're making a debut or well, that's it, and especially with COVID cases and things like that. And if players are isolating, and there has been a lot of yeah, six, academy players, six players missing, thrown then, in. Yeah. Like Huddersfield have had ten. I'm not going to know all them. No, so I want to know who they are exactly because you want to know. You want to keep an eye on them as well. Yeah, just annoying that really. Yeah. Anyway, but a good win for Huddersfield. Yeah, definitely good win for Huddersfield. Um, also, uh, another win for Catalans. And the Dragons beating Hull KR 23-16. Yeah, Hull KR are still playing really well and they're pushing a lot of teams to the very end. Um, you know, and if they can start coming out on the right side of these close games, they, they'd, they'd be well up there. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what I did notice last night at Hull KR. What an atmosphere. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, I think it was the first time back, wasn't it, for a lot of Robins fans because... yeah. They've not been playing because, and, and they were rocking robins. Yeah, last they night. were brilliant. So it was, you know, real good for them and, and good for the players who haven't experienced, who have signed for the club and haven't experienced that. Yeah. So you know, really yeah. good. And then because there was no commentary and it went off about a second before the end and didn't really show anything of it. There was a sim bin at the was there a sim bin at the end? Somebody lay. I'm sure it was Tomkins that lay. He just come in as third man and then laid on because you know one of them where there's about thirty seconds left. So I'll just give it away because yeah, that's not gonna. And then referee pointed to the tunnel. But I don't want it at the end of the game. Mm. Oh, it was a sim bin in again because there was nothing on the the commentary. But I don't know. No. Anyway, that was just a a side issue. Um, Now I want to bring something up in this game and move on to the next at the same time. We've got one more game. There was a, a high kick that Catalans put in, and I think it was the centre. Uh, Lange. Yeah, and he took the ball with, um, uh, well, contested ball, yeah. contested ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went in, yeah. took it, scored. Yeah. In the last game, Hull FC 10, Saints 42, there was a similar one mm. where Saints put a, um, a, a, a bomb up, mm. and that was contested yeah um and ended up being a tackle a tackle in the air yeah and it's another one of them rules which you know 
doesn't help us because there's always a lot of inconsistencies with the sort of like adjudication by because everybody has a different interpretation of it Mm. every referee will have a different interpretation of it so um, it's one of them rules but for me they're both challenging for the ball I think you know that don't you you know you can tell as a referee or a touch judge or whatever Mm. you can tell if both players have got their eye on the ball Mm. or whether, whether one player is looking at the other to make a tackle and not look at the ball. Or to knock him. No... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. I, I, it's, again, it's one of them it's rules. It's knowing the game, I think. Yeah. Um, and I know there's like this player safety and things like that with them being in the air and stuff like that. But You've got to be able to contest, though. You have got to be able to contest. There's like a fine line, isn't there, between player safety and sort of like, well, that's just part of the game. And this one... Yeah, you're right. And this game, 60 minutes in, I thought Hull FC might complete a bit of a comeback. It was 16-0 down. All of a sudden, it's 16-10. Yeah. Because off the back of that decision, instead of, they being, went and, instead of being 20 or 22 nil, they went and scored, didn't they? 16-6. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And then they made it oh, 16-4, I think, which I think yeah. they should have missed the kick. But then Swift scored, yeah. I think. And then it's all of a sudden, it's 16-10. Yeah. And Hull looking, I thought, looking at that point, probably looking stronger. Yeah, you're probably right. But then Saints do what Saints do best. Just ride it out defensively. They're they're unbeatable, aren't they, really? Um, If you get the defence right, you'd always back them. And they just, they soak it up like a sponge, don't they? And then they just, when they get the ball, they don't seem to do much different attacking-wise. They don't need to, they though, do they? they? they, they Why would they? Holes. Why would they have no. the scoring 42 points? No. They punch holes. They, they grind teams down, make it really difficult. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then win win games like that, don't they? Yeah, you know, there's been a lot of cries from St. Ellen's fans about the way that they play. And all right, yeah, it's not the typical St. Ellen's way of playing. And generally, it's not the British way of playing. Although I, I do think there's a, there is another discussion there for the British way of playing is dead, but they they are the current Super League champions. They're the current Challenge Cup champions. They they're on track for winning three in a row. So why would they? Exactly. Yeah. Um. But that is the last game of the week. Um. And moving very swiftly on. Uh, it's time for this. It's Bobby's Stats of the Week. Is he on the phone this week? He's not on the phone this week. Where is he? He's at work. There's um, something on at work that he's had to deal with, so he's unable to uh, come to the phone this week. Short-lived, wasn't it? He might not get back on now. He might not. Well, it depends how good a job you do now. <clears throat> okay, well, you ready then? Yep. Uh, he's got two... Uh, two Australian, yep. two British. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, first one is uh, around Tom Dearden from the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, from the Brisbane, right? Yeah. I thought he got Cowboys. Well, it says here Broncos, that's all I'm saying. So well, he, so he's got right. it wrong straight away, hasn't he? Yeah, because I've definitely wrote down in that NLL Dearden. match he does that play he scored for, a try. Yes, he does play for that. He moved from the Broncos to the Cowboys. All oh, right. Yeah, well, this is... Oh, he hasn't got it wrong then. Okay, right. Ooh. So the Brisbane Broncos, Tom Dearden. 
has lost 21 consecutive NRL games. Okay. He lost the last 10 of 2020 with the Broncos. Yeah. Lost the first four with the Broncos in 2021. Made his first appearance for the Cowboys in round 14 and haven't won yet. Ouch. That's like that one he had last week with uh, Zelezniak. Yeah. He'd moved from... Uh, Somewhere. Bulldogs to the yeah. Warriors. And still hasn't won. Yeah. Maybe it's one of those who's going to win a game first. Maybe. I hope the uh, Cowboys play... Was it the Bulldogs, did you say? The Warriors. The Warriors. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's number one. Number two. Melbourne Storm now have broken the record for the greatest points difference in a single season because they're now on plus 465 for the season. It's not even anywhere near over. Well, if they lose, they'll go, be, they'll go back on. Well, suppose... Um, they've now surpassed Eastern Suburbs in 1935, which is plus 442, and the Sea Eagles in 1995, plus 439, and there's still five games to go. They're not going to lose, though. No, I don't know what the fixtures so. are, but they're just, no. they're just good, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that. Uh, over over here, Three. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Centurions. Hold the record now for the worst start to a Super League campaign. 14 losses in 14 games. Um, they've outdone Halifax in 2003. Uh, Halifax did have two points that they won in the first game of the season, but then got that removed due to salary cap breaches. Then they lost every game in the league after that a record, which is yet to be broken. So technically they got two points, but then got it knocked down to... The salary cap breaches, but then didn't win a game. Yeah. They've been spending the money in the wrong places. <laughs> Someone's done them over there. They've had a sunny bill there, haven't they? Halifax. Yeah. I can't remember who they would have had in 2003. They've had some sort of Yorkshire sunny bill. <laughs> 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 uh, and the last one, I like this one. So, since the start of 2020, okay, Liam Farrell has made 100 plus metres every single game for Wigan. Since the start of when, sorry? 2020. Wow. But the streak ended this week Ooh. against Lee when he went off after about 60 minutes. Right. Well, there's some going now. And do you know how many he made? 99. Did. Did it? Yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah. <sighs> 99. Well, I think you can give him a pass on that one. I think so, yeah. Wow. Well done to him. Yeah. Still there. He's still their best player, I think, at Wigan. He's... Been phenomenal. Yeah. Think so? Yeah, yeah. It's all stats of the week. On to bits of news. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Can I laugh at? Yeah. <laughs> Jake and Steve Coogan to get us done for copyright. Uh, maybe. Yeah. We'll not do it. Cool. I think so. It'd be cool about it, wouldn't yeah. I think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He used to live near us, so. Yeah, true. Um, again, well, there's a couple of there's a couple of little ones first, and then we'll move on to the, the feature stuff, yeah? Um, looks like Blake Austin to Leeds is getting closer. Mm. Which is a bit like, I think there's question marks over, like, Gale there, isn't there? After that, because he's got Caesar. After his mortgage? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is, and he's banned for two games now as well. Gail, right? Making yeah. contact with a referee. I didn't even see it. No, I didn't see that. But he's made contact with a referee. Right? Wait, you mean he's phoned him up? Yeah. <laughs> Sent him an email. Yeah. 
Um, it looks like that's getting closer. There's been a big fuss this week, and I, and I absolutely agree, and we should start some sort of campaign, I think, between us between us and our listeners and get it going, um, about uh, ticket prices mm. being somewhere between 24 and 27 pounds to go in. On the day? Yeah. Mm. yeah um, they go up on the day, don't they, which I'm, is... I don't understand that. If anything, they should go down. Yeah, I don't understand To get that. people in. Yeah, because I don't understand that, really. I don't. I don't understand. Because there's times when you're at work or you've got commitments and you're not even sure whether you can go to a game. So you don't buy them advance no. away games. Because, I, I mean, they know. shouldn't go down, but they shouldn't go up. No. You know, because otherwise... So they just no, Yeah, well, because <laughs> I realised what I said because I was like, well, nobody would buy them from the club. They just go, well, I'll just go on the day because it'd be cheaper. Yeah. They should just stay even the same. Even if it's a pound or something, it's, but not... Massively, no. Um, we need a campaign. I think, you know, you get those road signs. Twenty is plenty. Yeah, I think we should start that for for ticket prices. We'll just start robbing them. All right, and then we'll just put them outside the grounds. <laughs> yeah, tickets. Anybody got tickets? <laughs> yeah. well, Twenty is plenty. I think. I think you're right. We need a creative. We need somebody creative. Um, I'm Brian from Six again. He's always, he's quite creative, isn't he? Yeah. Brave. He's listening. Perhaps he could come up with a, some sort of logo for Twenties Plenty. Right, Twenties Plenty. Right, I'm with you. I'm with you. Twenty pound is plenty. For yeah, no, game. I get. That. I understand. All right. It's meant is Twenty Plenty, not the slogan. Yeah, but we'll just nick it for for ticket prices. Right. Yeah. I thought you were asking him to go around robbing 20s party signs. Because no. he's a Saints fan. I... <laughs> no, I want him to come up with a logo. All oh, right, right. <laughs> and um, uh, Bullock Shed have reported... I always like a bit of Bullock Shed. Yeah. Uh, they've reported that Featherstone have been docked two points uh, for COVID breaches uh, when they had a bit of a gathering earlier on in the year. Uh, a gathering which... Um, the local authority and the police both investigated but took no further action. But they've been docked two points and fined. The players had a gathering. Yeah. But they, how can they be docked two points if they're on points percentage? They don't think they are in the championship, are they? I've seen some that are, yeah. Oh, are they? I've, uh, to be I honest, with wrong. the championship stuff, I've seen tables that have point percentage and tables that have points. There don't seem to be many matches postponing the championship, does there? No, Toulouse have had a few, haven't they? Because people aren't going there. Yeah, but speaking of uh, Featherstone and Toulouse, they they had their top of the table clash, didn't they, on uh, Sunday? Healthy crowd should have been on. It should have been on. Uh, it should have been available Stripe. to stream somewhere, even if it was a fiver on that hour league thing. Because I'd have paid a fiver to watch that. Yeah, and I think a lot of other people would have done. Yeah, should have been on telly that one. It should have been, but. If it wasn't, if Sky weren't willing to put it on, the RFL should have made it available to purchase for streaming. Well, you know, we mentioned the other week, didn't we, about, was it, I can't remember which game it was. Um, I think it was, uh, uh, was it was it Six Again that highlighted about the the YouTube channel and the yeah. attendances on yeah, the YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Was it Huddersfield and Wigan? I can't remember. Yeah. Um, why couldn't it be on there, make a big deal of it on, yeah. on the YouTube channel? Yeah, no, no idea. It's a joke. This is why we need my rugby league Netflix type streaming service. Yeah, definitely. 
Definitely. Um, anyway, you're right, 23-6 it was in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian Wolf has uh, signed an extension to his contract at St. Helens Yeah, uh, for the extra 12 months. Probably the right time to announce it after just winning the Challenge Cup. I think a lot of fans will be happy, whereas if they wait a few weeks and result, you know, style of play comes into question again, then there'll be more cries for, oh no, but he can't do any better, really. He's won two of the two trophies he's been here for, well, two of the three, because not not the Challenge Cup last year, didn't they? Yeah, that's right. 66%. And the, um, the big news this week is looking as though unconfirmed at the moment well, since we since we started recording that the rugby league world cup is now going to be postponed until 2022 apparently there's a, a board meeting from the uh, rugby league world cup tomorrow at five o'clock 5 p.m mm. and a decision will be announced after that but there seems to be so many leaks that have come out over the last few hours that it looks like that um it's not going to take place no, which is absolutely heartbreaking, you know, especially after the conversation that uh, we had with Gray um, last week. Um, and was I, I sort of left that conversation, you know, feeling positive about it and like, yeah, sod the Australian Rugby League and the yeah. New Zealand Rugby League boards and we know we are Dutch football, like with yeah. the analogy that he used for those who haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. It's actually we we actually you actually split it up. Yeah, we, it's week, on parts. It? The conversation with Gray is on parts on our Twitter. You can find page. it on that. Yeah, um, at loose forward pod. Yeah, um, you know when he was using the analogy that Dutch football don't care about the you know the Premier League and they they do their thing and he, you know his Greek friend said the same thing. He's like, I brought up on Greek football. I'm not really bothered about the Premier League and that's what we need to be like. You know, mm. we are who we are. We're British rugby league. We need to bring back our own style of play and. We need to do things our way, and we don't need you to tell us that you need to be involved for this to go ahead. Unfortunately, well, that's it. And it looks like we've been bullied by the NRL. So, gone from feeling like that, like, yeah, come on, British Rugby League, like, let's do it, let's up our game now, to, well, we've just been completely bullied and bent over by Australia. You know, yeah, the Australians and the Kiwis. And like you know, Gus Gould saying, oh, well, we told them it was to, to yeah. uh, cancel us six months ago. And I would on, actually, on, this week's, on this week's Gus Watch. If I actually come across Gus Gould in the street, <laughs> I, will, I will literally drop kick him. <laughs> Didn't you say that about Warwick Davis as well? No, why would I say that? Oh, that was somebody else. I don't know when I've said that. Because somebody said to me, if Warwick Davis told me I was terrible at Tenable, I'd drop kick him. I don't know who said that. <laughs> uh, but I would drop kick Gus Gould if I just saw him in the street, you know, eating a bag of chips. I imagine he just eats chips by the bag. <laughs> so. Plays Tenable. Yeah. <laughs> idiot. Absolute idiot. But yeah, no, he's... But you can imagine his smug, stupid face, yeah. can't you? Yeah, I've to- mm, well, I've told, told, you. told you so, yeah. yeah. I'm not having it. We need to do us. We need to be who we are. Yep, I totally agree, which which sort of brings us on that to... And I think it is. It's really, it's, it's a real shame. Um, But it leads us into a, a another sort of bit of news. And again, it's all unconfirmed at the moment. But do you remember one of our specials uh, with Grey at the very beginning of the pod? Mm-hmm. 
mm. and it was around about the uh, the lobby letter that that Gray had sent in with some fans. Yeah, and we talked about um, a uh, from Sky where the influence that Sky had on rugby league. Yeah, and it's it's come about this week, and it there's reports floating about that. Sky have not been happy with the product and some of the games, the standard of the games that they've had to show this year. Mm. Maybe they should do that with like Super Sunday on four o'clock or something. Oh, like don't that. because I was just going to say, have you seen the state of some of the Premier League games? West Brom versus Burnley Brighton or something. Or something. Yeah, yeah. We're not bothered. Don't yeah. go on to us about that when you show- when you're showing that at four o'clock on a Sunday. <laughs> well, <yeah>. F off. <laughs> Get so, in the bin. Get in the bin. <laughs> Ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, they're not happy. They make derbies up for the football. What was it? The M M twenty five derby oh, or something. Uh, M23, I think. Crystal Palace and um Is that Brighton? Brighton. Yeah, because they've got this massive rivalry. How can that be? Behave yourself. Behave yourself. Maybe if they big does up like they did the football, we'd be in a better position. Absolutely. Um anyway, so they've they've not been happy. So they reckon that they've given the RFL Two years to start their act out, mm. or they won't be they won't be having a television deal at all. I would be surprised if they renewed it after this anyway. Because I mean, how many years have we been saying that the RFL need to get pull the finger out, yeah. and they just haven't done? Was well, what's making what's going to make them do it this time? Yeah. Well, that's part of the discussion, and on the back of that, part of the discussion on the back of that is then a rumored structure that's going about then for the next couple of years with that television deal in mind. So apparently apparently there's going to be no, this is what's rumoured, there's no relegation this year. Mm. Now, what there's a massive clue to that in Lee have signed two players from Gold Coast Titans. Yeah, why would they do that if they were going to get relegated? Why would they? I mean, not saying that that's going to be true. You know, maybe them players have been offered... Very lucrative deals, Can't but see it. why Can't would they go it, from playing, you know, in the Gold Coast to playing in the Championship? You know, no disrespect to the Championship, but players from that side of the world don't tend to do that. One of them is, unless I've got this mixed up in my own mind, but one of them is Rick Stone's son, who was the coach at Huddersfield. Yeah. And he, he said, my dad told me to go for it. Right. Um... I don't think he'd be telling him to go for the championship over here, would he? And they've also retained Joe Mellor for next year as well. Mm. Who, again, could probably play at Super League level. It makes me think they know something that the rest of us don't. Mm. And they're offering contracts then with Super League money for next year. Yeah. And so the idea there is that there'd be 14 teams and they'd be two promoted next year. Yeah. Which, at the moment you would guess, would be Featherston and Toulouse. Yeah. And then in 2023, we then go to two 10-team divisions, Super League 1, Super League 2. Mm. Which means there's four teams relegated next year. Yeah. And I would guess, out of that, I I would say there would be a big-name team relegated. There's always somebody that struggles. Mm. Which then leaves the question, that's 20 teams, what happens to the rest? 
Like the championship teams and the rest of the championship teams. Who knows? It it doesn't sound good, and you know if they are having a restructure, I am definitely wanting to change from Super League. You know, we touched on it in the specials. We're not the only Super League anymore. We need to have rugby football league championship or some. You know, but I did, I did a search on that. You know, and I put Super League in, and the first thing that came up was Super League netball. Mm. We're getting beat now by netball. How disappointing mm. is that? Well, that's the rumour. Right? Do- I mean, it doesn't sound good. <laughs> Super League 1 and Super League 2. Come on. Yeah. Well, yeah. thing 1, thing 2, innit? Like, but, come but, up with something. I mean, I'm not so saying, the, obviously, it's the, just rumours. So. What are the fixtures going to be like for that? Two, ten teams, I mean... Like the Scottish Premiership, wasn't well, it? I was just going to say that. So what do you do? Are we then playing 27? Are we then playing everybody three times... Plus a magic weekend or something. That's not now, good. Now I would that, rather <clears> just have one Super League with 14, in it. 15, 16 teams in it. That seems ideal to me. 14 teams, 26 games, plus a magic. 27 yeah. games. There you go. Yeah. That seems easy to me. Anyway, yeah. but in a really roundabout way, what I wanted to come back to was that. So the decision to cancel or postpone the Rugby League World Cup, okay, has then impacted on the structure and has, has impacted then on um on obviously the the the, Rug, the rugby league world cup mm-hmm. now i think there there's a chance there for an international calendar to be put in place a serious international calendar to be put in place if you've got two team two divisions of 10 yeah, I agree. I I also think that to have a serious international calendar, there needs to be less games. So, okay. So I just want to run this by you then. So in the, uh, first of all, if there's no World Cup, mm-hmm. does that give us a chance to extend our season to play some of these games that have not been played? Yeah. I suppose it comes down to... You know this eighteen game yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know what you're saying. I, I, I suppose it comes down, uh, or the, the immediate thing that popped into my head was, um, you know, is like Old Trafford going to be available at a later date? Is that already booked in? Can they not change that? But we played at the KCOM last year. We did play at the KCOM last year, but if fans were allowed in, it wouldn't have been there. No. But that could be overcome with a different venue if need be mm. for, oh, one, yeah, for, one, for one year, right? The second, the second thing then is, as, a, as an international calendar, I've been putting a little bit of thought into it over the, since it's come out, four-year cycle, mm-hmm. Rugby League World Cup, yeah. Ashes Series, mm-hmm. which wouldn't be a kangaroo tour, it would be the kangaroos coming over here for an Ashes series, because they wouldn't play anything else. No, they wouldn't play club games like they, like used, they used to. to. So yeah. it'd be an Ashes series in this country. Mm-hmm. Okay, third year would be a Kiwi tour over here, mm-hmm. and the fourth year would be a Great Britain tour, or Great Britain going play in the Ashes. Mm-hmm. Ally, ally year two. Yeah. Now, if we haven't got as many teams in. Does that give us the chance to extend to expand this international rugby league, which has gained some momentum over the last few weeks because of the situation with the World Cup? And then, 
in the mid-season, we'd have an extended couple of weeks season where we would have England, France, England Knights, the home nations mm. playing mid-season internationals, which at the moment don't really work because they're sandwiched in between two Super League rounds. But if you said, okay, a little bit like, I know they play games in it, don't they, for some reason, but the Six Nations thing is, is permanently etched in Rugby Union's calendar, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Right? Usually, again, we usually start our season on, on one of their weekends for some reason. <laughs> um, but if we had a midweek season of two or three weeks, a little bit like Origin, but without the club games in between, mm. you could have these these internationals, home internationals. At the same time, you could have double headers where you could invite teams of of the lower nations. You could invite, like, you know, um, your Serbia, your Holland, Jamaica, Greece, these type of teams to play double header internationals on, like, um, against like the Knights or something. Yeah, or even even against each other where oh, you do yeah, double headers, like a, like a Group B. Yeah, well, it's football. Do it. Football have breaks from the league to play international friendlies all the time. Yeah. So why can't we do that if we've got two divisions of ten? Well, that's it. I just think that we play too many games as a as a whole. And I honestly, seriously would consider scrapping the playoffs and just have whoever finishes top wins the league. Because I think that way there's less... Them games that would be playoff games could be made up mid-season to play these sort of games. Yeah. They had their home nations. They would just they wouldn't be at the end of the year. They would be in the middle yeah. and it would be internationally. I I just because think, it just yeah. it just feels like with this, if the World Cup gets postponed, it just feels like the death of international rugby league. And that's why I'm saying we should have a calendar. Yeah. It should be put into place. But I I, I think that if it if it's going to work internationally and have a strong international calendar, I do think there needs to be less league games. Yeah. Because you just run out of time. We play loop fixtures. We've had loop fixtures. We play Magic Weekend. And I do like Magic Weekend. And we, loop, you know, we, loopy fixtures. Yeah, we, but we touched on the, the Magic Weekend about how it's sort of become more important, not more important, but more of a fan day out than yeah. the uh, Challenge Cup and the uh, the Grand Final. Yeah. But obviously not going to scrap the Challenge Cup. No. Yeah. That just needs to be made a bigger deal than it is. By, I was just going to say that's the that's the other the thing along, alongside the international game. Yeah, is the resurgence of the Challenge Cup. Yeah, and I think if you had a strong international calendar, resurgence of the Challenge Cup, and um, a first past the post league. Yeah, I think that's fine. Which I would you could be do with, with ten that. teams. Yeah, but even if you had. It's a league of 14. I'll tell you what worries me about that top 10, because I don't think they will do what you've just said. I think they will retain playoffs and a grand final. Yeah, they will, yeah. Financially. I think they think that, yeah. How many teams are in the playoffs? Well, that's Out it. of 10? Well, that's it. How do you... Because there shouldn't be more than four. No, I don't think I don't think there would be, but... It top two? Is it top three? Is it top four? <laughs> top three, top one gets in the final, top I two... I just don't you know? understand what... I... I can't name any other sport that changes its um, structure and, and playoff system and, and, it's ide- system. and its identity yeah, as much as rugby league does yeah. and um, I think it was Gray on Twitter before was saying you know um, we get absolutely nothing from this sport that we love and we put so much into and we just don't get anything back yeah, I agree shall we 
Should we whiz through the NRL very quickly? Yeah, very... I'm, gl- I'm glad we've had to whiz through it now. Yeah, so am I. I like this new format. Yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> okay. Um, Bulldog 6, Titans 34. Yeah, Titans... Um... Pushing into 7th. Yeah. Um, again, Bulldogs are... But... Bulldogs, Bulldogs have gone backwards. But, but look at the signings for next year. They've signed Josh Adokar. Uh, Matt Burton, Matt Dufty, uh, Brent Naden, um, who was the forward, uh, Pang, uh, pa, pa, oh, Panga, to be pa, a Panga. Yes. Yeah, from the Broncos. Different proposition next year, aren't they? They pretty much they give up on it. this year, haven't they? It's just embarrassing to watch. Yeah. Um, Sharks 22, Manly 40. Uh, quick question for you on that. Is Turbo Tom the best player in the world? Yeah, I think so at the minute, yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, Jason Saab had a, he's becoming a right winger. Well, he is a right winger. Well, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> you know what I mean? See the try? The first one. Where we, where we did a roly-poly. I don't know how he got it down. It was incredible. He did a roly-poly out of play in the air, but still got the ball down, didn't he? Incredible. Underused um, phrase, that, I think, in the English language. What, roly-poly? Don't you? Yeah. yeah. Um, but he is, the, he's... He does it. Better. He don't do it as good as Tom Briscoe, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the point in a roly poly if you're going to score? Yeah, yeah. idiot. <laughs> but yeah, brilliant try. Yeah, and he can shift him, can he? Though but they just boot when they have a scrum from deep. If the fullback joins the defensive line, they just boot it and he runs it. They did it in that game, and he had an unlucky bounce and didn't manage didn't raise to, it, but... to, to get it, but. Got the right bounce, it would have done. Yeah. You don't see that sort of inventive play often enough, to be honest. Nah, not really. Okay. Uh, Knights, 34. Raiders, 24. Your favourite player on song again. <laughs> My favourite player. He is. He's your favourite. <laughs> no, he's not. He is. He's Nightingale. Fa- he's your favourite. <laughs> Jason Nightingale. Oh, Nightingale. Um, he, Pong, yeah. is your, Pong is your favourite, isn't he? He one of. I, I actually think I... I've uh, cemented a favourite NRL player after this weekend. Who is it? Uh, Jerome Hughes. Rob Ponga? Jerome Hughes. No, Ponga. It's Jerome Hughes. Um, Knights 34, Raiders 24. And <laughs> David, David Clemmer. Oh, yeah. The guy who looks like um, Private Pile out of... Uh, Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket, yeah. Yeah. Uh, not scored for 80 games. No. And then, I'm sure he got it down. I'm sure he got it down, but I did like the commentary. It made me laugh. I think it was Vossi when he was like, no, you can't take it off the big fella. Yeah, and yeah it was just, <laughs> it was good though. It was, um, yeah, the, uh, the, I really enjoyed the Raiders last try as well. Hudson Young with White and put a little yeah. grubber through. I think White had got it past it. It was a great try, but they're a funny team, aren't they, the Raiders? Yeah, they uh, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't um, rely on them for anything, would you? But uh, obviously, I mean, Ponga's the sort of person that you can build a team around, isn't he? It's, I just hope they can keep him. Or yeah. I just hope the NRL can keep him. Because they'd be oh, going yeah. on about him going to Union because he wants to play for, like, the All Blacks or something because he can... He's, he plays for, like, the Maori Mal, All-Star like, um, team, doesn't even the yeah. All-Star stuff in the NRL. Like so. um, Roger tuivasi Shek. Yeah. Yeah. So I just hope they can keep hold of him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, big game turned into a damp squib, didn't it? Storm 37, the Panthers 10. They're, they've struggled since Origin. 
is there a team that misses their star player as much as as much as him? Because it looked, yeah, but it looked absolute certainty, didn't it? That that would be the grand final. Yeah, and now I'm not so sure. Now, you would say definitely the Storm. Yeah. And then one of three. The Bunnies. The Bunnies, who were gone really under the radar. Yeah. Um, Manly, the Bunnies, or the Panthers. And I don't know how long Clear is out for. He should be back in a couple of weeks, I then, think. Then we'll because see. Because he put off his shoulder surgery. Right, then we'll see. And we'll see if they put it off, then we'll see whether it comes back to the same level as well. Yeah. Or how long it takes him they must think to get up can. to that level. They must think he can. They're gambling, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. The gambling. Definitely. Yeah. But, you know, will they, um, will it pay off? Um, little bits on the storm. I mean, do they now dominate for the next five years because Craig Bellum has signed a new contract? Yeah, there's no reason why. I mean, they've dominated in all his time there. There's absolutely no reason whatsoever why all of a sudden they don't. There's... Because they look clear of the pack now. There's a new documentary, isn't there, about the West Tigers? Yes, I watched the first episode. Well, Bobby had mentioned to us that they were going to do something with the Melbourne Storm. Really? I, I don't know. That. I don't know they made it up because they're going to go in the coaching I box. I haven't seen anything of that, but I would absolutely, I would watch that on repeat just to see the coaching yeah. box. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I saw interviews this week about Bellamy because about his contract. And and the relationship that he has with Cameron Munster, yeah, I, I don't know whether you, you caught it or not. Was, uh, not that, but I have news. an idea of the relationship. And they were saying they're like father and son. Yeah, and they were saying that like they'll start doing the, when they're having team meetings, they'll start going back and forward at one another. And and he's and they said uh, um, they said, but at the end, when he's finished, they said Munster jumps on him and they have wrestling matches. Oh really? Yeah, and they were saying who wins. They said well. Uh, Monster normally wins, but Bellamy throws a few, <laughs> <laughs> which you wouldn't expect from him, would you? No, when you see him in the box but, and things like that. But what I did notice was when the players were talking about him, mm. they were laughing, but you could see the respect, yeah, and you could see the almost adoration they had for him as a coach. Really, mm. the way they were, the way they were talking, it was with such fondness, yeah. The way they were talking about him, and they were they were showing a side that you don't see, mm. and they were saying that like no, no, he's really good at this arm arm round the shoulder type of stuff, which you don't see. No, yeah, and you this, wouldn't expect. And, and they said he just wants you to be better. Yeah, as a person and as a player, he wants you to be better. His man management must be amazing. Like, but he must have the best man management. Of any coach in any sport, he's there with an Alex Ferguson, isn't he? or um, uh, or Wayne Bennett, or whatever. Bellamy, yeah, I would say, or some it of just, the, or a couple of the basketball coaches. I think if you seen. dug dug into it, I think he probably might come out on top. Yeah, and yet most of the world don't know who he is. Yeah, weird, isn't it? Yeah, very weird. Um, Dragons fourteen, Rabbit O's fifty, as we've just mentioned. Yeah, the Dragons, um, you know, sort of looking okay at one point. At one point, they went twelve nil down, pulled it back to twelve ten, um, looked, you know, all right, and and then all of a sudden the the, the bunnies come out and um, absolutely decimate them and end up scoring fifty points. Um, one thing that did bug me in in this game uh, was the Jaden Sewer try. 
How long do you need to get the ball down? He was held up. Honestly, he must have been wriggling on the floor for five, six seconds. How we, long do you want? We said this before, didn't we? About there must be a there needs to be a time or an action. There definitely or something. does need to be a time limit. Because um, that who was it last week? That was, was one it? of the worst ones I've seen. Yeah, now. ridiculous. Um, the only question to ask you for this is that about we mentioned the grand final with the rabbit holes. Have they got it defensively? And I think that's what might let them down when they I, play I think teams. that's what will let them down mm. come, come playoffs. Yeah. Um, no doubt they can score points. They scored, I think, 110 points in the last two weeks. 60 against the Warriors, didn't they? 50 yeah. this week. It it reminds me of when like Blackpool were in the, the Premier League and it's like, well, we'll just score more than you. It don't work yeah, that way, well, You does went it? down, mate. Yeah. So. Well, it don't work that way, does it? Yeah. Um. Another team that I thought I'd, I had hopes for this year, but now I've really dropped off. Roosters 28, Eels nil. They really have fallen off, haven't they? You see, the fuss this week, that um, there was a penalty given away, wasn't there, from a high, from a high kick that Gutherson took. Yeah. And I can't remember who it was, but somebody dropped, somebody took somebody out. Yeah, it was, um, I forget his first name, Arthur, it's the coach, yeah, the coach's and, son, and he called. Oh yeah, and he called him uh, dumb, didn't he? And there's a few expletives in yeah. there, and but he, he called him dumb, and it was like, and now he's like, well, you can't, he shouldn't be saying that. He's captain, shouldn't be saying that. But have these people ever been on a field? No. Have these people ever been on a, a football field, a rugby field, or whatever? That's what goes on all the time, and he'll be saying it himself anyway. Of course he will. Doesn't mean they fall out about it. No, it's just like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. It's forgotten about thirty seconds later. Well, when they, they score. well, once they, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's unbelievable. Some of the the stuff that you read and some of the stuff that like goes on about. Mm. Oh, anyway. some people haven't got a clue. But yeah, they they are falling apart. Roosters look good. Sam Walker again yeah. looking really good. Get him in an England shirt. Yeah. Well, not this year. Next year. Um, uh, <laughs> great, great, quick tap try from Manu from Joseph Manu. Yeah, I love that. I wrote that down. Brilliant. I like I love the quick stuff tap. Like I wish we did that. Brilliant. And unfortunately, uh, best wishes to Josh Morris, who's injured for at least five weeks. Yeah. Um, particularly after Brett Morris going down this season as well. Yeah, because they've been fantastic servants. And yeah, I hope he comes back before the comes end of the season. Back, yeah, definitely. Um. Bronco, oh sorry, go on. Tigers 16, Warriors 18, Tigers 10 nil up, then 16-10 I think, and then blew it. Yeah. Warriors, you know, really come out, didn't they, second, especially the second half. I, there's not many things I like better in rugby league, funnier than rugby league, and it was the um, uh, Ewan, oh, what's he called, Ewan? Aiken. Aiken. Um, try a short dropout. That just failed. That, that failed. <laughs> no, I love it though. They do a short dropout, and everybody just watches it, and he yeah. catches it, and goes, "Oh, thanks!" And then just runs I ten yards and puts it, it in. to go ten. But so you they're see like, it all the time. Why is nobody tackling? Yeah, no, it was funny that. Um, and then Luke Brooks went the full length of the field, went yep. ninety meters, mm. but the ball had hit his hand. Yeah. So flashbacks from the South game, haven't and, it? And then the other one where the Tigers were on the line, and nobody went to dummy half. No, no, they didn't. I hate that. It's such a bad mistake. Uh, right, uh, I suppose we better finish off. Last one. Last game, Queensland Derby. Yeah. Which is about 700 miles apart. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can't go on your bike. <laughs> you can't go on your bike. 
Um, Broncos 37, Cowboys 18, which sounds quite lopsided, but it was it was quite close, really. 29,000 in attendance. Amazing. Yeah. And really the, bo- the pretty much bottom of the league. Yeah. Both of them. I think they're the, the best supported club, aren't they? Yeah. Um, but you imagine if they were if they were first and second. Yeah. There'd be 50,000 there, wouldn't they? Yeah, Fantastic. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, there's a couple of good tries. The Alex Glenn try was good. It was a nice hands to go wide, and then they kicked it back through, and then one of the Broncos players kicked it back, so they got it back, and then yeah. they went wide. It was good. Tony Stag- uh, Tony Staggs is a really good... Yeah. And, and there's rumours that he wants to play six next season, and I just don't understand it, because what a centre. Yeah. There's a few like that we've mentioned, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just a, a quick wrap-up of this week. Oh, I'll tell you what, oh, just in there, dead quick. The Kyle felt no try where the two of them went for it, and he ended up. He said he'd lost, he well, he'd lost control. It. Yeah. yeah, and that would have made it twenty-eight, twenty-two. I think with the kick to come as well, with yeah. eighteen to go. Yeah, so that was small a margin yeah. sometimes. Yeah, definitely. A little bit like the the previous game, the Tigers and the Warriors. Yeah. Small margins just turned the game. Yeah. Um, I'll just run through the fixtures very quickly before we finish. Yeah, Super League fixtures for this week. Um. Leeds versus Castleford. I think the way Leeds have been playing, and I'm not sure what players Cass have got back, but if it's anything like that team they put out um, yesterday, it's only going one way, that. Yeah. Um, Leeds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wigan versus Salford. Probably um, the same, because prob- Salford yeah. haven't played, have they? No. So it depends how fresh they are, fitness-wise. Wigan coming off a good win. I think Wigan will be too strong, no. Yeah. Big game of the week. St. Helens versus Catalan. Top of the table, Clash. Uh, Catalan getting the best of Saints in Perpignan. You know, but Saints played some good rugby, really. You know, 42 points there and played really well. Yeah, so. Um, this be the tough, obviously, I think, the toughest test of the season for Catalan so far. Definitely. I think they might edge it, though. Catalan. Yeah. Okay. Um, Huddersfield and Wakefield. Oh, that is a tough one because. Neither of them seem to be playing particularly well, but these youngsters for Huddersfield seem to be clicking now. Will mm. Price looks an absolute baller mm. when I've seen him. I'd go Huddersfield and that. They seem to be I gaining would. confidence when yeah. and Wakefield seems to be the other way. Will Price it. looks like a real prospect. Mm. I think there's there's a, an upward curve in confidence and a downward slope, I think, at the moment with those two teams. Yeah. Um, Warrington and Hull? Um, Warrington. I think they're playing... Some really good rugby. Um, I, I'm I probably, apart from Catalan, second best in the league at the minute. Yeah. Um, Josh Reynolds has dropped off, hasn't he, for Hull? Yeah, our 10 to watch list hasn't gone very well, has it? No, I, I wanted to revisit it, but I've changed my mind. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even sure. if it, Have we got one right out of those 10? I'm not even sure. Uh, I can't remember who was on it. Well, Evolds. Evolds. He was on it. He's our shining star for the season, isn't he? Well, the Lance Todd, I Lance Todd, Chopper. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Don't get better than that. We need, I think we need to have a look at it and come, maybe come back to it and see yeah, how we're going. I think you're right. Um, and finally, Lee versus Hull KR. Hull KR, they're playing really well. I know they've maybe not had as many wins as they'd like, and obviously not played as many games as they'd, they'd have liked. But yeah, they're, they're playing. Too, they play. They play a good style of rugby league. I think so. So um, I think that just about does it, isn't it? It does. Uh, I've got a couple of shout outs before we finish because I started to do shout outs and then we got all sort we got bogged down with all sorts of negative Ned news and 
mm. all sorts of things, didn't we? Yeah. So I've got a couple of shout outs of people that have said hello and have uh, tweeted us and wanted us to uh, give them a bit of a mention. Um, so uh, the first one is uh, a, a journalist friend of ours on, on Twitter who uh, regularly answers all our questions. That's Andrew Foster. So uh, thank you, Andrew. I think he uh, does a lot with Bradford Bulls, I think. Yeah. So uh, thank you for your kind comments, Andrew. Uh, another one uh, who has extremely kind comments uh, and a great Twitter account is uh, Cast Tiger Stats. For all your Castleford stat needs. <laughs> That's their slogan. That's their, is that their slogan? It should be. It should be. It should be, yeah. So Cast Tiger Stats, thank you so much uh, for listening. And the last one uh, is another listener of ours, uh, which is uh, Lloyd Douglas. I think, uh, I think you're familiar with Lloyd, aren't you? Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, so Lloyd has asked us to give him a shout-out because he's a, a regular listener of the pod and says he hasn't missed one so far. No. Although when I question him on it, I ain't got up to that bit yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so there you go. So there are shout-outs for this week, and I think that just about wraps us up nicely, doesn't it? It does. Um, if you've managed to stay with us for all this time, thank you very much. Um, don't forget you can follow us on Twitter at Loose Forward Pod and also on Facebook. Um, and obviously, if you are going watching any games this weekend, travel safe and enjoy your rugby. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from me.